Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Minute by minute is another way to say that. Today we're talking about Kiki's Delivery Service Minute 36, which starts with Kiki flying over a highway overpass, or is it, or is it an underpass? It's a bridge over a highway. Yeah. And it ends with geese shutting up. Finally. Finally, yes. So it's a bridge. Mm-hmm. We've got these uh, cars from the 40s or 50s. Yep. One of them's an open truck carrying yes. like dirt or some other substance which piles like dirt piles. Right. Reminds me of Indiana Jones. Just because of the trucks? Yeah. The style of trucks? Yep. Sure. Do you think the do you think those poles on either mm-hmm. side of the highway, do you think those are telephone poles or power line poles? Um I think they're probably telephone poles. They could be either. Yeah. Could be both. Could be why both. Why not both? Yeah, why not both? Just put them together. Definitely I think like you on one of the closest ones, the closer ones, you see like there's like a a smaller there's like two levels, right? There's like a smaller little yeah. arm on the l- side. Yeah, on the side. So maybe one one of them is power and one of them is telephone. I don't know. Could be like these little connectors. I had uh, like one one of my summer jobs mm-hmm. in college. Mm-hmm. I was working at this factory. Oh. And like part of it was a foundry. Mm-hmm. They like cast big metals and stuff i don't know what exactly but then there was like this little corner where like this had this like small operation where we were assembling connectors kind of like that would go on top of telephone poles and huh. like the wires would and it was like a little bell with like some like a piece that goes went inside the bell or something i can't remember exactly what it looked like but part of it was like we had to like coat the pieces with like this paste before we put them together it's really it makes so so little sense now that i now that, that I you're explaining remembering it. it yeah <laughs> i don't know why i didn't ask more questions but i guess i was just i was so bored though that was like one of those jobs where you're just sitting there doing nothing you know mm-hmm. it takes no mental energy to is do it this. like you're volunteering there. at feed my serving children just maybe it was like eight hours a day of having nothing to think about. So I got to the point where I could visualize four dimensions. What? I could visualize in particular, I was thinking about the, what are they called? The um, special relativity. What are they, what are those transformations called? The uh, Lagrangian kind of uh, contraction of time. Mm-hmm. It's part of special relativity. Mm-hmm. I could visualize that like, the three dimensions of space and, and the fourth of time. I could visualize that and I could see how like acceleration and gravity were like the same. Like it was just like completely clear to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Obviously that's gone now, so I can't really explain it. Right. Like that clarity uh-huh. that I had was only reachable by, you know, basically eight just hours. Mind of numbing yes. nothing. Yeah. Nothing else to put my mind on except mm-hmm. that. But Wow. Math major over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? for a while, yeah. 
Uh, what were we talking about? Okay, yeah. Telephone poles. And telephone poles. This looks and, like a suburb. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We're in the Very suburbs of the city. Suburby, totally. yeah. The highway, restricted access roads. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and then we get to the uh, cut to these geese, and she's flying alongside this flock of geese. Yeah. And this reminded me of one of my, this movie I really like that I don't know how many other people really like it. Winged Migration. You know that movie from? No. 2001. I think we have it on DVD somewhere. Mm-hmm. But these uh, filmmakers kind of imprinted themselves on to all these migrating birds so that the birds could get used to... Being filmed? Being filmed, yeah. So and they followed these birds on their like cross-continental migration paths, flying alongside them like in an ultralight or something. So most of the film is like these shots of Kiki flying alongside the geese. They're like kind of eye level with geese in the middle of the air. Mm -hmm. So I looked it up and I found the Japanese cover for it. Yeah, Watari-dori. Watari-dori. Which is migrating birds, yeah. It's a great uh, Cornelius song as well. それは必ず戻ってくるという約束の物語。Which so when I first the first time I saw him in, in concert at the Metro in Chicago Club Metro, he opened with uh, "Watari Dori" is one of his songs. Nice. And his concerts, like he shows his videos behind him, and it's a live performance, but he shows his videos and they're playing like in sync to the video. Mm-hmm. There's a pretty cool video for that. It was just like just birds, just birds, just birds <laughs> flying along. You know, kind of like the it's kind of like a side scroller. With migrating birds. Nice. It's a great song too. Might have to uh what sample dump a clip in here, yeah. <laughs> Maybe as an opening or something. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Watari Dori. Watari Dori. And she says Karinumuriyo, right? Yeah. Karinumuriyo. Kari is wild goose. Also has a uh, vulgar slang meaning that we won't won't get into. Okay. Tea made from twigs of high-quality tea plants. High-grade kukicha. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Kari is the uh, name of a 1913 novel by Mori Ogai. English titled The Wild Geese. Kari. Kari. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Kari no Mure. Mure is a flock. I don't think I've ever seen geese in Japan, but I'm there in the summer, so... I don't recall seeing geese when I was living there could be just not remembering it just because i've seen you know it's just <laughs> i've seen them my whole life yeah just the way it's just i never saw stand you know, out to i you. don't remember seeing you know a squirrel there except when we went to a squirrel park but then, you know, it was just just because it was pointed out to me that there were no squirrels uh-huh. that's the only way i realized that there aren't really that many squirrels there so it could be covered with geese and i wouldn't know because it's just part of my Your mental usual, landscape yeah, yeah. Things to block out. When I, um, last time I stayed at my great aunt's house in Japan, she was very interested in, like, where where I lived and, like, the wildlife around yeah. me. 
Have I told this story before? Uh, you mentioned it, yeah. She like she was like, so what kind of birds are around? And I'm like, oh, there are birds called robins. They're just everywhere. Everywhere you go, you're going to see a robin. She's like, and she brings me this book of birds. She's like, oh, find it in here so you can show me. And I'm like, I could Google this, but I'll, you know what? I'll look through this book <laughs> for her. <laughs> 10 seconds to bring this up on my phone to show you but yeah sure I'll look since you brought book. me this book and the, you can you can dog is, air it or something put a bookmark there the book is like only of birds in japan so i'm like there's no robin so i'm like oh i can't find it in this book let me just pull it up for you and show you and she's like oh really so i like pull it up for her and she's like and Whoa. it was it was robin from batman and robin no <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great though <laughs> Why is he wearing short shorts and a little <laughs> skirt? I don't what? What what is happening? You see those all around everywhere? <laughs> what is America? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we see the the geese flying in a V pattern. Mm-hmm. So always a question from I guess from from like uh my eighth grade science teacher. Look for patterns. Why does this happen? Why do geese fly in a V? Sometimes it's not like an equal V, like there's like no. more geese That's on one right. side than the other. Yeah. Is it because of the wind, how they're traveling or? What do you mean? I don't know. Like. You don't know? You haven't thought about it? I Nobody's <laughs> asked you about this? No, I haven't. Before? I just, I know it's a thing. Apparently there is a little bit of a drafting effect. Like, you know how you can, like, uh, it's not quite like, you know, how a cyclist can like draft behind like a truck, just kind of be pulled along. Oh, right. But there's a little bit of an updraft, so each geese is, I don't know if they're like a little bit ahead, a little bit above of the geese, goose ahead of them or something, but there's a little bit of an updraft effect just from the, and I guess this uh, this occurs with fixed wing aircraft too, so sometimes like like a squadron of fighter jet right. planes or something would fly in a beat. Also, uh, well, obviously they can, I don't know, they can stay in touch you know and then i guess when one when the guy at the front gets tired off mm -hmm. tired out he like moves aside and like one of the guys next to him or gals moves up and becomes so that's why you get like the lopsided v oh oh i see it's because the main guy got tired yeah yeah and several other people you know, guys or gals got tired as well. and then we find out at the end of this minute that uh kiki has the ability to translate Gigi does. Gigi. I keep mixing them up. Kiki and Gigi. Gigi had the cat. The cat knows <laughs> geese. <laughs> yeah. Gigi has the ability to translate from at least geese. Mm -hmm. So So do all animals know how to talk to each other in this world? I don't think so. I think in the next minute or like later on in the movie, Gigi explains why he knows geese. And I think it's because of his dad. I don't know why I'm remembering Gigi? this. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. His I'd... dad taught him geese. Like but Kiki, not... Kiki's like, how did you know that they were saying that? And Gigi's like, oh, my dad used to work with geese. Or I don't know. No, man. I don't, no. no, I don't think so. I think I think I saw this in a dream or something. Maybe it's a dream or maybe it's another movie. Maybe. I don't know. So we see later this week he understands other creatures, other birds. Oh, yeah. He just knows birds. He just knows birds? I guess. Maybe some other. I mean, my cat Coco will like whenever she sees a bird. Like she'll vocalize. She'll vocalize at the bird. I don't think she's talking to the bird though. Who knows? Who knows? Reminds me of uh, Doctor Doolittle. 
like the, the, the Robert Downey Jr., the latest. What a disaster. But there's like a big part of the movie is he has like a protege, like one of the younger leads wants to be his protege. And, and like there's a subplot of him learning to speak with the animals like as a protege. And it makes no it no. makes no yeah because he has to learn each individual animal's language but somehow all of the animals can communicate with each other so what kind of sense does that make none none right yeah so it's like okay so is the gorilla speaking bear bear <laughs> when he talks to the bear or does the bear just understand gorilla and then is the bear and the like oh. why does he have to yeah it hurts it, I'd like, but I, I guess it's the same thing here, right? So yeah, they're not speaking cat. No, they're just communicating with each other. And Gigi, Gigi's just an Gigi has to understand each of the other individual languages. I Maybe? mean, I guess it's kind of like our house, where like <laughs> I don't bother to speak Japanese, and your mom doesn't bother to speak English, but we can understand each other. We're just too lazy to put in the effort to speak another language. I don't know. If it's like birds, I wonder if it's like different dialects, you know? Like the geese is like... Geese is like Canadian. Yeah. And then like another bird, like the crows would be... Kansai Ben. Kansai Ben. Yeah. And like the geese are Canadian and then like the the ravens we see later are so like French. So Gigi, if he encounter like a robin, uh-huh. which is not like native to where he's where he could no. like, it would be like... Somebody from Okinawa, like, I don't know what Yeah, I don't know about. what you're yeah. saying, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the geese are saying that there's a wind coming. There's a wind coming. Do the geese have... So when geese fly, do their feet just disappear? Or You can see their feet here. Where? Well, that's a good point. You can't see their feet when they're in profile, right? No. Yeah, you... where do the feet go? Where did they go? But there is one when they... When they're panning across, like from the front, like uh, second 16 through, I'm sorry, not 16. It's the second 44 through second, basically 49. There's one oh, goose. Oh, there's one goose with some feet. You can kind of see <laughs> their feet. That's the only goose you see feet for, and they, you only see them from the front. Yeah. And when I just looked up, like, geese flying. Yeah. It kind of looks like they... I guess they hide their feet in their, like, tails. Yeah, I guess they're not very aerodynamic. No. So, I mean, okay. Like landing gear. Yeah, I accept that I can't see feet, and that's okay. I never thought I would wonder, where do geese's feet go when they fly? (laughs) So, yeah, they're saying, Takako, takako, noboro. Let's climb higher and higher, is what the Japanese says. Mm Mm-hmm. They also say they're going higher. We get like a direct quote in the Japanese. Yeah. But we get kind of an indirect. Indirect quote in Jap- in English. In the subtitles. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see what the wind does. I'm sure, I'm sure Kiki will be able to handle it. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. Yeah. Shouldn't ca- shouldn't be an issue. It'll be fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. No, it's fine. All right. Can't wait to see her handle that as competently as, you know, as all get out. Yeah. All right. We'll look for that tomorrow here on... Ghibli Minute.